people are waking up to the fact that, that we've really created an economy that's not working. I, I, a lot of economists refer to it as a death economy. It's an economy that's essentially consuming itself into extinction, you know, eating up all the resources that it needs. Mm -hmm. It depends upon, and also to a large degree, is, is based on uh, militarization. Uh, and so it's really a death economy, and we need to create a life economy that, that actually is based on cleaning up pollution and restoring and regenerating the destroyed areas and creating new technologies that, that don't rip up the earth anymore, that recycle and use the sun, etc. So the Panama Papers and other revelations that are coming out now really undermine how, how much worse the system's gotten. Uh, and again, it, and, and the fact that the papers are coming out, the fact that there's so much information coming is coming out underlines the fact that people really are waking up, that the, that, the, that the information is getting out there, that the system isn't working, that the people who have made the biggest mistakes, who have committed crimes, sometimes they're actually legal, so, so legally speaking they're not crimes, but should be crimes, the big bankers, the, the, the very wealthy are getting away with things that they should never get away with, avoiding paying taxes, and so many other things. $25 billion in fines, but not a single banker has been indicted. Uh, recently, there's talk of indicting one person. Uh, but, you know, you, you got to ask yourself, do banks commit crimes? No. Individuals in the bank commit crimes. These individuals not only are getting off scot-free, uh, but they're uh, paying themselves huge bonuses at the same time that they're admitting that they, they're essentially admitting that they've created crimes, but they're not being held responsible. And the things like the Panama Papers show how many people are getting away without paying taxes. Big right. corporations, you know, that, that, that benefit from all of the infrastructure, the, the schools, the fire departments, the police departments, the highways, the ports, the airports, they're not paying for them. You, you and I are paying for them. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm a capitalist. Yeah. And, and, but I believe that we've created a form of capitalism that isn't working. I'm yeah. a pragmatist too. I want to see it work. Right. I totally, I totally want to see entrepreneurs come along and have incentives to create new things, yeah. whether they work for big corporations or just to have, to have their own startups. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's, there's absolutely no reason why these people and, and the companies they create shouldn't be paying their fair share for the services that they're getting. Mm -hmm. And that's, what, that's theoretically what taxes do. We have an unfair tax system in, in this country, I think, also because it's put so, it puts so much money, more than 50 cents of every one of our dollars goes toward the military complex. Right. I, think that's a, I think that's a mistake. I think that money should go to other things. Mm -hmm. but, but nonetheless, we should all pay our taxes. And so, yes, I totally encourage capitalism. I encourage young people to come along and be entrepreneurs, and whether, again, whether they do it on their own or for a big corporation. But they also should pay their fair share for the services that they're getting, the schools, the, 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 you know, as I mentioned before, the airports, the, the police, the, so on and so forth. All of the services that our taxes pay for, mm -hmm. uh, the, the rich should not be exempt from that. In, in fact, you know, the, the, the rich usually make their money off using these services, and so therefore they ought to pay an equal amount, an amount that's, that's, that's equal to what the, the, the benefits that they receive. And, and that's why we have a graduated income tax. That's, that's the real theory behind it. It's not just that we think it's not a Robin Hood thing that you just need to tax the rich because they're rich. Mm -hmm. No, you tax, tax, you tax the rich higher because you assume that they're getting more benefits off the system. 
which on almost any case you can demonstrate that that's true. A shining example of of the misuse of, of taxes and so on is Walmart. Now, the Walton family is one of the wealthiest families in the world. Mm -hmm. Walmart's a very successful company. Yeah. And you and I and all your listeners, all every taxpayer in the United States, or, and, and I guess you're reaching a lot of people that aren't in the United States. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, we pay $6 billion a year to cover Walmart employees' health care. Right. Well, the Walton family doesn't pay that. They, 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 they don't pay the taxes that go to that because they employ people for less than 30 hours, which means they don't have to put in money for workman's compensation and other uh, benefits that these people get. So, so the taxpayer pays. And that's an example of, of where the system really stinks. You know, Walmart should be paying for its employees to take care of its employees. You and I shouldn't. People go to Walmart, they think they're getting a good deal. In fact, they're not getting a very good deal because the, 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 they're having to pay later without knowing it, this hidden cost to take care of employees that aren't being covered under Walmart's plans. That's just one of many, many, many examples. Yeah, and, and the, I was just in Vietnam recently, and, you know, Vietnam's an amazing thing. It's, it, you know, here, here was a country that we all said if the North won the war, the domino effect, they would, they would start to take over the world. The opposites happened, and they become, in a way, much more capitalistic than the United States is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're a model of democracy, in a, in a, I mean, of, of capitalism, in a way. <laughs> uh, well, debt, what I'm opposed to is, is debt that puts huge restrictions on people that they can't get out of, and it's used to enslave uh, countries right. or individuals. Uh, and, you know, an example is, is most countries today that take loans from the World Bank or one of its sister organizations have to agree to privatize their water system right. and sell it to our, to big international corporations mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, like, like Coca-Cola and, right. and Nestle. Right. I think that's a terrible mistake. I think that's horrible that, that, you know, to take on this debt, to get one of these loans, mm -hmm. the country has to agree to sell off its water system to an international corporation. And we all know that water is becoming the next oil. It's, it's, right. it's, it's going to be a huge, valuable, limited, scarce resource. And the big corporations are taking over because the World Bank is collaborating with them. Right. And, right. and that's one example that I think is a huge mistake. The debt should not be used to enslave countries. Yes, we can use it in positive ways. Uh, limited amounts of it to, to help countries move forward. Unfortunately, my history is one and that, that reflects this other use of debt, which is to put countries in a position where they can't pay it off, and therefore at some point we can go back and, and demand conditionalities. Or, as I just mentioned in the case of the World Bank, they won't even get the debt, they won't even get the loans unless they agree to these conditionalities ahead of time, which usually favor big international corporations at the expense right. of the people of the country. I, I think I'd have to ask you, in theory, would you prefer to have your utilities and your water owned by civil, uh, run by civil servants, owned by you, run by civil servants, whose, whose fiduciary responsibility, whose obligation is to serve the civic, the public? Okay. Or would you rather have them owned and run by by corporate executives whose fiduciary responsibility is to make a few rich people richer? Yeah. yeah. Now, the, the answer I think is pretty obvious. <laughs> Within that, you, we need to recognize that many governments are corrupt uh, and 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 sometimes very efficient. Mm 
that can that can be solved in other ways. There's, there's ways to make the, these these governments and and the organizations that run them more efficient. Right. A lot of them are, a lot of them are very efficient. I've worked in a lot of places. You know, I've seen. Here's an example that that okay. the United States used that argument before turning the Panama Canal over the Pan, over to Panama right. uh, as, a, as a reason not to turn it over. Right. Uh, in fact, the Panama Canal has been run much more efficiently by the Panamanian or the Panamanians than it ever was by the Americans. All the statistics show this: fewer accidents, uh, fewer problems, the transit time is, has been reduced, uh, much greater uh, revenues coming in. It's a much more efficient canal today than it was operated by the American mm-hmm. government or, or, or a quasi branch of the American government, the Panama Canal Company. Uh, and, and there's lots of arguments like that. I think. So the answer is let's, you know, let those things that allow belong to the people belong to the people and be run by the people's representatives and make sure that those representatives are the best people to run the systems and that they're properly incented and, got, and watched to make sure that they don't, that they don't run the systems corruptly and inefficiently.